0: Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation.
1: What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western Hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement
0: How long gift? before a wedding should I send out the How many save games dates? are in the first series use of the I'm NBA to playoffs? To check email best on other email clients. Identify best fonts where from
1: where to event.
0: find we were four years Brian in, in We Welcome talk. to... The Voices of Search podcast. Today, we're going to talk about technical changes that impact your SEO performance. Joining us is Dale Bertrand, who is the president of Fire and Spark, which is a company that helps e commerce and B2B brands compete against established competitors for search traffic. With a unique focus on SEO, content marketing, and analytics, Fire and Spark delivers quantifiable results that help brands sustain continuous growth in organic sales. And today, Dale and I are going to talk about Google's AI changes and how they impact your SEO All right, here's the first part of my conversation with Dale Bertrand, the president of Fire and Spark. Dale, welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Well, Ben, thank you for having me. Excited to have you here. Always excited to meet a member of the SEO community and somebody living in Boston. I went to college in Boston. You've got an agency there. We're practically related.
1: Yeah, Boston's a great college town. It's a little cold right now, but great for college. Do you find that there's
0: a big SEO community in Boston or are you the only man in town?
1: So no, I am not lonely when it comes to SEOs in Boston. <laughs> There's a, there are definitely a number of people who uh, attend SEO events or host SEO events in Boston in in the New England area in general.
0: I've come to realize that Boston itself is a relatively large tech center. I think that's something that's new, mostly a financial center when I went to college there. And now you're doing innovative things. Obviously, medical is important there as well. Doing innovative things, understanding artificial intelligence and blending it into SEO. Talk to me about some of the AI changes that Google's made and how are they impacting the SEO community?
1: Yeah, well, when it comes to AI and the way Google's deployed it, I think it's important to really think about how Google's algorithm is not one monolithic AI algorithm. So basically, Google's using a number of different AI algorithms. So it's important for us to realize that Google's not one monolithic AI algorithm. Google's using a number of different AI algorithms um, in basically its search engine. So like using natural language processing to understand the intent behind queries, and then classifiers to understand is, is this a product page or maybe this website, is it safe for work or not safe for work? And, and then like deep learning algorithms to generate the search results and figure out what pages to index or, or even like figure out what the crawl budget should be for this particular website. So there's, there's a lot going on there. And when I started with SEO, I'm really dating myself. It was many, many years, like two decades ago, to be honest. I got into it because I was a a software developer and I had a technical background. And that's what was required to do SEO. And we were optimizing for search engines that were rules-based. Like if you think back to like Google's original PageRank algorithm and, and all of the other rules that we've all been chasing as best practices for SEO. But now that we're moving into a a world where Google's AI search engine is getting scary good at understanding the intent behind queries and matching the right content on the web with that intent. Now we really have to shift our focus from what are the technical signals that Google's looking for and think more about our customers. So instead of talking about like technical optimization for SEO, a lot of times I'm talking about customer intimacy which is like, do you understand the questions your customers are asking when they're making a buying decision? And and if not, how do you get those questions so that you can publish content that is useful to your customers?
0: Yeah, what I'm hearing from you is we call it the Google algorithm. But in reality, there's multiple different Google algorithms that make up SEO or how Google figures out what results to serve. And Over the years, Google has gotten more sophisticated in terms of matching queries with content, not just pages. And so I guess what we're in the world now is we're not thinking about page optimization. We're thinking about passage optimization, individual pieces of content. As SEOs start thinking about creating content and serving the right results to their consumers, We're not exactly in the white text on a white background phase of SEO anymore. Google's sophisticated enough that they're really matching content with your queries. And they have a good sense of natural language and understanding what people are looking for and and basically picking out individual passages. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. That's previsible, dot i o. As Google's gotten more sophisticated, what are some of the changes that you've seen SEOs make to try to stay ahead or understand how to master their algorithm to continue to drive business results?
1: Yeah, the simple way I would say, like the shift that I've seen in SEO strategy is a top-down strategy versus a bottom-up strategy. So the bottom-up strategy is really trying to decipher Google's algorithm. So what are the technical signals Google's looking at? Let's make sure that we have our sitemaps are are syntactically correct. Let's make sure that our canonical tags are perfect. Let's run the core web vitals and make sure that we have a a high score. We're passing our core web vitals. So that's what we're thinking in terms of like bottom-up strategy. But a top-down strategy would really start with your branding and your overall marketing strategy. And then thinking about, well, how are we generating content that's going to be useful across multiple channels, and then optimizing it for search so that you're basically able to maximize your search visibility. But what we found is like when you're thinking about SEO from more of a top-down approach, you're more likely to have success because you're more likely to basically build marketing that it's basically aligned with your branding and you've got something unique and valuable to talk about. So you're able to get amplification and promotion that way. And Google can see at the end of the day that you're a brand that's building momentum. And the signals Google's going to see are the signals we always talk about, like backlinks and mentions and engagement with the website and Google reviews if you're selling products or something reviewable. But you're going to get it with a top-down marketing approach that includes SEO, as opposed to just focusing on optimizing for technical SEO signals.
0: So talk to me about the signals that you get from Google and their algorithm. I understand you can try to understand your customers and figure out what their needs and wants are. Is there a way that you can take what Google is showing to understand how you should optimize your SEO strategies?
1: Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, we want Google to see like engagement with the website. I mean, we're looking at click-through rate and, and bounce rate on various pages as proxy for what Google's measuring. And then we want Google to see backlinks, mentions, reviews, like returning visitors, content collaborations, partnerships. Like we want Google to see all of these. Um, I think of them as you know artifacts of a brand that's building momentum, a brand that's building an audience around its products or service or, or whatever it is that your website does. So those are the signals in terms of like what Google's seeing. But we're having more success nowadays with the the top-down approach to generating those signals rather than the bottom-up approach. All
0: right. So we've got this top-down approach where you're thinking about your brand, your customer, what is the content that they're interested in? How are you going to basically create the answers to their questions as opposed to the bottom-up, which you start thinking about your technical SEO and your foundation? And What you're saying is that companies that are thinking about the company, thinking about the customers and have a good sense of the value that they're creating with their content tend to be more successful than the companies that are doing more traditional SEO tactics and optimization. Am I hearing that correctly?
1: Yes. And it's because Google's AI is smart. Google's gotten better and better and it's just harder to game the system. Yes, yes. And and, and there's always been this fundamental tension with SEO, which is, like if you're optimizing for it is it natural and the algorithm is looking for natural natural links natural audience natural uh, you know content that's valuable as opposed to content that's optimized
0: so at the end of the day what we're talking about is google has gotten more and more sophisticated to where the notion of seo is no longer about mastering and writing content that is specifically for seo now you can write content that specifically serves your customers needs and let Google figure out, hey, what is this content about and who is it for? Which begs the question, well, are we living in a post-SEO world? I'll leave you with that, Dale, on the way out.
1: Does this mean that SEOs aren't as valuable as they used to be? No, SEO is very valuable. And people who are SEO specialists are also very valuable and will continue to be. The fundamental reason why is because organic traffic is so valuable. So you're moving millions, billions of dollars worth of commerce through Google search engines. So Anybody who can figure out how to get more of that, regardless of the tactics you're using, is valuable. But when we say post SEO world, we have to think harder about optimization and what that means. So there, uh, we need to be careful because there's some websites that are very large and have tons of traffic. And those are cases where a technical optimization could make a huge difference. But the vast majority of websites are smaller businesses or maybe like a B2B manufacturing business that they're basically moving from a brochure website to adding some content and they're trying to figure out what to do. And those are the types of sites that would do better thinking about a top-down marketing approach that includes SEO and you're integrating organic with a number of other channels that really support organic and build your organic visibility.
0: Like all marketing channels, start with your customer. Understand who they are and what their needs are. And in SEO, build content that specifically answers what their questions are. And that will take you most of the way. Now, when you're in a competitive industry with lots of content, now we start looking at the tiebreakers. And that's where some of your technical SEO and your more traditional SEO tactics really make the difference. And that's what we're going to talk about tomorrow. So that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Dale Bertrand, the president of Fire and Spark. In part two of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow, Dale and I are going to continue the conversation talking about e-commerce SEO beyond Core Web Vitals. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Dale, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is dbertrand. That's D-B-E-R-T-R-A-N-D. Or you can visit his company company's website, which is fireandspark.com. That's the three words fire and spelled out A N D spark.com. And also on that website, Dale's got an authority first SEO guide at fireandspark.com slash authority. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about.